Today we're going to be talking about Reflection from Musicology, recorded 2003 at Paisley Park and released on the 29th of May 2003, uh, ahead of the album by, uh, I don't know, quite a while, I think for about 14, 15 months. <laughs> um, on the track it is Prince by himself uh, and nobody else. Uh, the track is three minutes four, and joining me to talk about today is Tim Holsizer. Hello, Tim. Hail to thee, Darren. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I mean, it's interesting because the, the, even though it's called Reflection, never at any point in this entire song does Prince say the word reflection. Um, so, I, I don't know, it's, it's rare that Prince does this, where he, he like doesn't have the title appear anywhere in the song. Mm. Um, you know, so, and it has this weird kind of structure where... Uh, there's no, there, I mean, there kind of is a chorus, but there really isn't, which is this kind of like I was just thinking about, like that phrase comes up a few times, right? Um, but you know, it, it, like it, there's not really, there's not really a kind of a traditional structure, um, but it, it's it's kind of this weird kind of ballad, uh, which it, I don't know, it, like it, it's really weird that Prince is like addressing it to someone, and he keeps talking about you know playing his guitar, and towards the end he says you know just watch all the cars go by, and you know he he starts talking about his hair, and I don't know, it's 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 a really weird kind of like uh, melancholic song, I would say, like you know it it feels like Prince, you know he's with musicology, he he seemed to be willing to finally kind of acknowledge his back catalogue. Mm-hmm. And kind of look back a little bit, and you know he'd been very much about just constantly moving forwards, like almost like to a point where it frustrated his record label, you know, because they wanted him to kind of stop for a couple of years and just promote an album, and you know, release a few singles and tour it for a couple of years, and and Prince was constantly moving forwards and moving forwards. And then, you know, um, following, I, I'm guessing, two divorces and the loss of a child, I, you know, he seems to be in kind of reflective mood. And this song really kind of captures that, you know, like, um, you know, the, the kind of talk of the stereo and like his afro and like just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird because it feels like it's about small things that Prince is remembering. But then there's all this stuff where he's talking about looking at the moon and... I don't know. It's it, it's a it's kind of it's a very kind of quiet end to this album, um, and it, it like it feels you know like I I think the entire album kind of works because it it feels like Prince recorded it as an album, and there certainly feels like the production is all very kind of in the same vein, and it kind of it works as like an idea. Um, so it, when you get to the end and you kind of get you know I guess this is kind of like a counterpoint to musicology, which you know starts with the words you know, remember how music was back in the day. And then here is Prince, you know, remembering back in the day. Right. Yeah, I really, actually, I really enjoy this track. The more I listened to it today before we recorded, um, the more it just got under my skin because, as you said, it's so rare to have Prince 
do a song that's this reflective. <laughs> um, and, you know, looking back, at, it seems like he's thinking about his childhood before fame, back when things were simpler and uh, it was just him and his friends and playing music on the stoop, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I really appreciate that from him. It's, it's a nice change. When he says two sevens together... I'm not quite sure if he's rating himself as a seven. That doesn't feel like something Prince would ever do. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if that was somehow related to the song Seven, if it's a religious thing. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, does it? And the weirdest thing is, like, given how religious Prince was, you know, in the the year, well, the last time he released an album that had lyrics on it, mm. um, you know, this doesn't feel that religious. Like, this is only like you know, eighteen months after, um, you know. Uh, Rainbow Children came out and it like there it, you know there's a little bit of this whole you know I'm looking up at the moon you know and all this kind of stuff but it so it feels like he's kind of talking about the universe in a way but it does it doesn't feel like at any point he's ever going to turn that around into and here is what Jesus said like it no, it doesn't feel like this song is ever going to get religious it feels very much like it is um you know about real things um, you know, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think that that kind of two sevens together thing is, uh, is a reference to seven. Although it's worth saying that this song Prince only ever performed it live twice, mm. and both times Wendy played guitar with him. What, what was? Which is kind of insane. Was he just on vocals? No, no, he had a guitar as well. Okay. So she, she just played a second guitar, a second acoustic guitar. Okay. Um, there is a performance that you can find on YouTube, uh, you know, of him on the Tavis Smiley show. Ah. I have no idea who Tavis Smiley is. But, uh, you know, there's an interview that where Prince kind of once again rehashes the fight with the record labels. Uh, but then he does this single performance and it's just him and Wendy playing this song. And it like this was kind of around the time just after he'd been inducted into the Hall of Fame. And so he'd also then kind of... I guess I I don't I don't know if he was inducted into the Hall of Fame with the Revolution, hmm. because I mean I guess like you can only like that like the it counts from your first year of release and the Revolution weren't with Prince until like six years in so I guess they couldn't be in the until another six years later maybe, <laughs> but it does feel like that Prince had kind of started to make amends with some people, um, and obviously just see he only performed it twice once in two thousand four on this Tavis Smiley show and then in two thousand seven. And it both times just with Wendy. It's it's such a it's such a weird kind of thing. Is that the is um, that the Tavis Smiley interview where uh, he he talks about chemtrails and things? <laughs> I did. Do you know what? I didn't watch the whole interview because Prince does have a habit when given you know if enough time, he does start to go in some weird directions. <laughs> Um, so no, you know, but I want to keep the purity of the fact that the last interview I watched with Prince was uh, was on Beautiful Strange, where he was talking to Mel B. Uh, yes. Um, you know, which is possibly the greatest interview ever committed to. Take. I love that. Uh, so here, when he says two sevens together, I want to—I th- just want to think that's him and Wendy. But he seems to be scoring both of them a little bit low because I would say that you know Prince is at least a nine, <laughs> nine and a half maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's he's grading it as somewhere other than Minneapolis because I feel like in Minneapolis they're both eleven. <laughs> Maybe he's docking himself some points for height. Um, maybe. Um, yeah, but yeah, so he does say, you know, uh, can you turn up the stereo? Um, and then he says, I want to play this song, uh, this old song about love. So th- there's the first kind of hint that we're talking about, you know, reminiscing. Um, you know, although he has this weird thing where he says, trying to catch the glass before it falls. And I'm like, I don't like, is he admitting that he's clumsy? What's going on there? I, d- I don't und- I don't understand what that little part's about. Yeah. But this kind of this 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 kind of thematic thing here of of playing an old song on the stereo, 
Um, and he asks, is it about love? But then he just says, can I do that? Like, he's asking permission to play this song for this person. And I would like to think, in a way, he's, the song he's probably playing is this song. <laughs> um, because he's done this a couple of times before, where he's had a song that is about the writing of the song you're listening to. Um, and it feels to me like if he's saying, can I play this song, this old song about love, that maybe he's actually talking about this song. There's something there's something sort of funny about asking permission once you're already in the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he says, did you did we remember to water the plants today? And then this is where Prince says, you know, uh, I forgot to look up at the moon because I was too busy. I said I was too busy. I was too busy looking at you, babe. Um, now, if this is about the interaction between Prince and Wendy. Um, you know, obviously, given Wendy's sexual preference, you'd have to feel that this is more about friendship rather than anything sexual. You know, in this in this kind of thing of like, can I play you this song? And you know, like, um, I forgot to look at the moon because I was looking at you, too busy looking at you. Like, I'm. I want to think that this is probably more kind of platonic than anything to do sexual. Although, you know, Prince. I mean, I don't know because in the next in the next kind of little stanza, he says it's it's. It's still, it's nice to know that uh, when bodies wear out, and he really, he pronounces that er, uh, which I love. It's, it's my favourite part in the song when he's like that, uh, and as if he's thinking, um, and he says we can get another, which I don't know, like this idea of reincarnation, I don't think it really fits with what Jehovah's Witnesses believe. So, um, or maybe he's talking about getting robot bodies. Like, that's what, I don't know how far into the future this song is. That's set. what I was wondering if it was about, you know, yeah, cybernetics or something. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I wonder if and, Wendy's maybe uh, his his wingman on this song, and he's singing it to someone else. Maybe that would make sense. That certainly would make sense. Um, but yeah, and he says, "What does one thing have to do with the other one?" I don't know. I was just thinking about my mother. Um, now, I, I think at this point, Prince's mother was still alive. Um, but, you know, in later years, I, I, you know, I can I can understand maybe Prince wouldn't have played this song simply because like the phrase I was just thinking about my mother is maybe, you know, a little too much uh, kind of pain there or something. But, you know, it's again, this is why it feels to me like it's not a sexual thing, like it's more platonic because it's just like, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Wendy would have known Prince's mother. Like that, so so it, the kind of whoever this person is that he's saying all these things, um, you know, about kind of playing an old song and you know all that kind of stuff. I feel like, you know, they know Prince's mother. So when he says, "I was just thinking about my my mother," they're probably like, "Oh yeah, I remember." I don't know, Mrs. Prince. I guess he would call her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I know that Prince never liked being called by his surname, so I don't know that you'd ever refer to his mother by her her surname. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. When I was younger, there was always a thing where you would refer to your friends' mothers by your friends names so um, you would you would you would say you know <laughs> i don't know you'd say like you know john's mom like that's how you'd refer to them <laughs> you refer to them by the friend that you knew um which is why i'm thinking you know baby pe- people would be around prince's house and they'd be like prince's mom that's like how they'd address her rather than calling her by her name <laughs> and prince interrupts this thought to say you know what turn the stereo back down ain't nothing than a, a, a worn out old love song um, sorry, an old, worn-out love song. And then this is where we can't, like, Prince then is like, tell me, do you like my hair this way? Uh, remember all the way back in the day when we would compare whose afro was the roundest. Now, I have to feel like that is definitely a shout-out to, like, Prince's first album cover, where he had an afro that was at least, I don't know, half his height. Right. Like, it was really, really big. And, of course, you know, towards the end of his career, he kind of brought that back. Um, and he had, you know, well, it wasn't that big, but it was certainly, his hair was more natural. Um, so, you know, it's kind of interesting 
if you watch if you watch any of the stuff from musicology, his hair is very much like under control. <laughs> like he's clearly put a lot of product on it. So it's interesting that he was he's kind of calling back to you know almost at this point, kind of like twenty years earlier when he you know he would have had an afro. If anyone's ever seen the picture of Prince's like high you know his um his high school yearbook. He has a gigantic afro that's so big it kind of goes out the edges of the picture. Like it, you almost like it's cut off, but you almost can see where it would go. Um, right. The kind of melancholy here, I kind of like. You know, like this kind of the the whole kind of like, do you like my hair as it is now, or you know, did you prefer it when I was younger? Um, you know, like that. It, that's something that I'm sure anyone who you know has spent more than five minutes with people who they knew at school or have, you know it, conversations like that kind of come up all the time. So it. It kind of, uh, it kind of, you know, it's 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 kind of, uh, it's just kind of nice to hear Prince kind of acknowledging that stuff existed before the year that he's currently in, which is something that he very rarely does. Yeah. Um, you know, so and also it also this also kind of ties into musicology of the whole kind of you know remember music back in the day. Like the, there's a little bit of nostalgia there as well. So it's it's nice to kind of get to the end of the album. He's kind of tying it back in a little bit. Um, but then he paints a very odd picture where he says mirrored tiles above the bed, fishing nets and posters all over the wall. Now the mirrored, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was a teenager, I certainly had posters all over the walls. I don't know about fishing nets. I mean, maybe that's like a, that's like a Minnesota thing, maybe. When Um, I was growing up in New Jersey, I had fishing nets on the walls, but that was when I was five and uh, my mom said I was really into the ocean and sailing and that that didn't last very long. I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> but did you ever at any point have mirrored tiles above the bed like that? I don't. That doesn't feel like that's a thing that teenagers would particularly want. Well, it's interesting that um, he doesn't say a mirror above the bed, so it doesn't sound explicitly no. sexual. Is he talking about maybe this hanging is... a disco ball above the bed? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, considering that Prince's like youth was in the mid seventies, that would fit. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like, maybe this is just something that Prince had, and he's basically kind of, at this point, he's kind of giving away something personal when he says mirrored tiles above the bed, because I'm like, that is, that's a very specific detail. Um, you know, I guess fishing nets and posters people can probably relate to, but that, that's the line where I'm like, okay, this, but also, like you say, it's not just a mirror, which would kind of give it a kind of sexual implication, it's mirrored tiles. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I don't know any teenager who would have been happy lying in bed looking at a reflection of their entire body like that doesn't seem like a thing that most teenagers would want to do they would probably be like let let's try and get as few mirrors in this room as possible while my body is attacking me and turning me into a teen um you know let's let's i don't really want to be seeing this um so yeah and then he finishes saying sometimes i just want to go and sit out on the stoop and uh, play my guitar and just watch all the cars go by now there is a certain level of irony that you know, um, at this point he's living in Paisley Park. That does not have a stoop. And you can watch the cars go by, but they're quite a distance away behind the gate. <laughs> uh, so, But at the same time, like, the kind of the romantic idea of sitting out on the stoop and playing a guitar and watching the cars go by, like, you know, with the whole fishing nets and posters over the bed and, you know, whose who's afro was the biggest and, you know, putting an old love song on. Like, it's just... I mean, everything here is just... It, it's ni- nice little details, like... You know, I can imagine like a young prince with, a, you know, a giant afro sitting on a stoop playing guitar, you know, with his friends, um, you know, with, you know, Des Dickerson and uh, Andre Simone. And like you you can picture that in your head. And, and you know, I think that's what's really great about this song. Right. Um, like I said, rare for Prince to kind of look this far back, you know, like 
like barely any albums even acknowledge that previous album exists. So this song kind of basically going all the way back to Prince's youth, you know, before he even got a record contract and, you know, became Prince. You know, I think it's, it's you know, it's just, it's really kind of interesting that this is how he, he kind of chose to finish this album. Yeah, he would have been, uh, what, early 40s when this came out? He, maybe he was having his little midlife crisis? Uh, I think marrying a woman 20 years younger than him was his midlife crisis. Fair enough. Um, and he did that twice <laughs> <laughs> in the space of a decade. Um, so, so Touche. He would have been 45 when, well, he wouldn't have been 45 when this song came out. He would have been 44, but he would have been 45 by the time Musicology came out. Mm. So, yeah, probably about as in the middle of a midlife crisis as you could possibly get. Um, but, you know, like, it's kind of understandable once you get to 45 to think to yourself, well, you know, 30 years ago I would have been a teenager. What was that like? You know, like, Prince has got a career here where he's... I don't know what twenty eight albums in something like that. So, you know, if if Prince is looking back thirty years, he's still got twenty something albums to get through before he gets back to his youth. Right. Um, so you know, like even when he kind of reflects on, oh, you know, that was what my childhood was like. It's like, yeah, but your your childhood literally finished the day you signed for Warner Brothers. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> you know, you went from high school to being in a Warner Brothers contract for the next twenty years of your life. So. <laughs> It's it's kind of it's it's kind of odd for him to kind of look this far back, but you know, like I said, it, it's just a nice way to finish the album. It, you know, it ties in with what musicology was all about, um, you know, and it, it kind of you know it, it really fits with the theme of the, the album overall, which is a little bit nostalgic, you know, like Prince kind of getting back to you know just using simple instruments, um, you know, after following up like two jazz albums, <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, they, they kind of change the direction. Um, and also, um, you know, being inducted into the, the Hall of Fame, you know, the performance with, uh, which, you know, at this point everyone has probably watched a, a few dozen times with uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps and, you know, Prince kind of just coming in and doing this amazing solo. <laughs> and you can see, I mean, if you ever watch that performance, just watch Danny Harrison's face as Prince like keeps like doing the solo and then he gets like he leans back onto his security guard and then comes back up and Danny Harrison like he's a spitting image of his father but he he's like you know mouth agape throughout the whole thing <laughs> um you know like the fact that that Prince was able to kind of come on stage and you know just kind of up, literally kind of upstage this entire band <laughs> and then, and then he throws his guitar into the air and just walks off yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a great finish. But I think that that performance was the thing that kind of put him back into the mainstream, and you know, so he's I think he's kind of secure in his place, and so releasing a song like this where he's like, oh, do you remember before I became famous? Um, it kind of really works at this point in his career. Mm. Um, you know, for me, I would say probably I don't know a five out of five. You know, I love musicology. The album, I you know, practically every track for me is you know is a really great song. Um, you know, it's they're either fours or fives, and I think this, you know, this is such a kind of nice way to finish the album. Um, you know, so for me, it's a definite five out of five. Oh yeah, it's a five for me as well. I love it. And interesting, of course, that this this is kind of the period where he does start kind of making up with people that he'd had you know arguments with twenty years earlier. Um, you know, like just the fact that he's doing these performances with Wendy. Uh, I remember around this time as well, he made a performance. You know, he had a performance at the the Brit Awards where he had like half the Revolution on stage with him and stuff. So you know, he he it was nice that he was making peace with his past. Mm. Like him and Wendy on stage just with two acoustic guitars. You know, that's pretty much as as kind of as simple as it gets. 
Um, so anyway, I feel like we said about as much as we can about reflection and uh, the album musicology. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Tim? Mm, no. <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us. Not sure why you would at Prince Track by Track at Gmail dot com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Tim. Thanks for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Just watch all, all the cars go by.